Hello and welcome back, friends. Oh, it's an exciting day. Today we are on our fifth class and fifth week of our 10-week meditation program. Congratulations, everybody, on making it halfway through the program. I am very proud of all of you and on maintaining your commitment to your twice-a-day meditation practice. Uh, couldn't be more happy about that. <clears throat> I was wondering, can anyone notice a difference in yourself after five weeks of meditation? Or almost five weeks. This will be five weeks. Do you notice anything? Maybe you're a bit more patient or peaceful. Maybe your family has noticed a little difference in you. Or maybe you feel more stable and less reactionary. You can give a thumbs up if you Ah, very nice. Yeah. It doesn't take long to really start to get some benefits from our meditation practice. And Miss Pam, if you could mute people that don't need to be talking. Thank you. That's very kind of you. That helps me out a lot. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, it doesn't take long for meditation to start really making an impact. And you'll find that the more you practice it, the more you notice that people pay attention. They see the difference and the change in you. I think probably the quality that I've gained the most from all of my practices, my Buddhist path generally, is a greater mental and emotional stability. That's the thing I notice the most and that I appreciate the most. Um, you don't realize what, what, it, what it feels like to have a, a deep, deep emotional and a, a mental and emotional um, stability. And when you have it, it's delightful. You know, you step off the roller coaster. When I wake up in the morning, I'm pretty much the same throughout the whole day until I go to bed, unless I drop a, a hammer on my toe or somebody teases me and tells me what a fat monk I am. Usually I'm, I feel I'm pretty much the same throughout the day and it's just wonderful. So there's a lot of great things for, for you all to look forward to in our practice. So in today's class, we're going to learn insight meditation. And I guarantee this class is going to change the way you look at meditation. But first, let's review what we've learned in our last class. Um, in our last class, we learned about mindfulness. We learned the aim of mindfulness is to be, become more consciously engaged in the experiences that make up our lives, to become more skillful within our daily interactions activities and environment. It's to stop living our lives on autopilot in which we blindly follow established patterns and habits and social conditioning. But most importantly, mindfulness helps us to gain control over the mind and the thinking process. We learned that mindfulness is something that we use in every moment but are rarely aware of, and that mindfulness is both a natural function of the mind as well as a practice. Does anyone have any questions pertaining to last week's practice?
How was your practice? How did everybody do in, in mindfulness? I got some great messages. People were doing all kinds of stuff. In every activity, people were telling me they were trying their mindfulness. Yeah, good. A lot of mindful walking. Miss Pamela? Yes, Yoli um, put down a chat. Totally agree that it's given me stability. Oh, yeah. Um, Tenzin Pasang, so right and more positive. That's right. Yeah, it, it really changes our, our whole outlook in life, right? And of course, we call that right view. And you're just getting a taste of it. You've only been engaging in, in, in five weeks. Imagine, uh, you know, after, after a while, the benefits. So uh, very nice, very exciting. Yeah, good. I hope you enjoyed uh, your mindfulness practice this week, as I did. I really enjoyed it. Okay. With that said, Let's um, move on uh, our teaching by move on to our to today's teachings by move by looking at our let's see if I can talk today <laughs> looking at our textbook presentation of insight meditation. I started so well I don't know what happened. Okay, as mentioned previously, there are two main forms of meditation: calm abiding, which we've been practicing a meditation used to calm and stabilize the mind, and insight meditation, which we'll begin to learn today. Insight meditation, as the name implies, is aimed at cultivating insight and understanding. It utilizes observation, contemplation, and analysis to actively examine concepts, ideas, and experiences in the pursuit of wisdom. Insight meditation can include working with mental, emotional, and bodily experiences. Simply put, insight meditation is contemplation within meditation. In calm abiding meditation, our aim is to gain control over the thinking process. But once a level of control is achieved, we can then use the power of thinking to our advantage within insight meditation. The ultimate aim of insight meditation, like all of our practices, is to awaken. In most traditions, calm abiding is seen as preparatory, while insight meditation is the principal practice, meaning calm abiding creates the foundation for the higher practice of insight meditation. Traditionally, there are four categories of contemplation for insight meditation. This is referred to as the four foundations of mindfulness, which are contemplations on the body, feelings, mind, and phenomena. Contemplating on the body is observing and reflecting on the workings and nature of the internal sensory body and external physical body, including one's breath, posture, action, reaction, bodily sensations, bodily functions, etc. Two, contemplation on feeling is observing and reflecting on the workings and nature of pleasant, unpleasant, and natural feelings. 
both sensory and mental, including pleasure, anxiety, physical and emotional pain, etc. Number three is contemplating on the mind, observing and reflecting on the workings and nature of the mind and mental states, including thoughts, intentions, emotions, hopes, fears, desires, impulses, etc. Number four, contemplation on phenomena is observing and reflecting on the workings and nature of phenomena itself. This is a catch-all for all internal and external phenomena not mentioned above and includes contemplation on all aspects of the Buddhist teachings and how they apply to our lives. In the actual practice of inset meditation, we begin by engaging in calm abiding meditation to first stabilize the mind. Once stabilized, we can then introduce an object of contemplation into the mind. Now, if you remember the, the definition for contemplation is just thinking about things, pondering, reflecting on. When I think of contemplation, I always think of getting a big cup of coffee, sitting on the back porch, and thinking about something. So in the three great objectives, we have study, contemplation, and practice or meditation. So first we study something. Then comes the coffee. We, we study it, we get that cup of coffee, sit on the porch, and we scratch our head and say, now what exactly was that that I studied? And we try to make some sense of it and try to understand it. Then we bring it onto the cushion of meditation and even further uh, contemplate it within meditation. So this object of contemplation can be a word, a concept, or mental and physical sensation or experience, usually something that's related to study or practice, although you can introduce literally any topic you are trying to work with, resolve or understand. Daily problems, problems with people, just about anything you can bring into our insight meditation. So in this example, let's use a word, let's use the word or concept change for our example. This is impermanence or change, not the change in your pocket. I've done this exercise a few times and people have said, I thought you meant change in my pocket, like, like coins. No, we mean change like the world is changing all around you. So the word change is placed in the mind, either by saying it silently to yourself or by visualizing it. Next, you simply sit with it. Often after some time, the mind by its own volition will start to unravel the word, allowing for intuitive insight and understanding to arise. Other times questions may arise or be introduced, like why do things change? Or what is my relationship to change? If something interesting arises, Pertaining to your object of contemplation, you're free to explore, contemplate, and think about it. However, an important distinction must be made between our everyday style of thinking and mindfulness thinking. 
So we learned mindfulness last week. So I think you already have a bit of an idea of where I'm going. Commonly, our everyday style of thinking is often chaotic, scattered, distracted. Whereas a mindful style of thinking is spacious, focused, clear, and objective. You learned that last week. Through practice and experience, the difference between these two styles of thinking becomes very clear and easily distinguished. Both kinds of thinking have their benefits in place. What we are gaining in our meditation is the freedom of choice. To choose to utilize our common style of thinking in just every day, you're hanging out with friends, you don't wanna, you don't wanna focus on too much on what you're thinking, you're just, you're just in the moment, or you can utilize mindful thinking and benefit from its focus, clarity, and objectivity. It's always your choice. Inset meditation is a creative, explorative, and intuitive practice. There aren't any strict guidelines when engaging in inset meditation. Sometimes a spacious approach is useful. Other times a more active approach works best. You merely play with the mind, searching for insight while learning how this meditation works best for you. Okay, with that said, I'm sorry, give me one second. Just wanted to make a note here for our instructors. With that said, how about we begin our first insight meditation? Are you ready to jump in feet first? Uh, today we're gonna do two short 10 minute insight meditations. That gives us a chance to answer some questions and then reintroduce it. So we'll start with calm abiding to stabilize the mind. We'll do that for a few minutes and then we'll move on to our insight meditation using the object of contemplation just giving the concept change don't worry i'll talk you through it and i'll tell you when it's time to engage in insight and i'll and i'll share with you step by step how to do it so no worries uh, let's begin by muting our audio taking our seats and getting comfortable you know the drill get to it everybody you're all becoming expert meditators. <clears throat> your hands can be placed on your thighs. Your eyes can be closed or half open. Begin to relax while breathing naturally through your nose. And now let's establish the proper intention with our meditation affirmation with a deep appreciation for this precious life and a resolve not to waste it, we now engage in meditation. With a deep conviction in the vast benefits and importance of this practice, we now engage in meditation. With the wish to develop ourselves and uncover our full potential, we now engage in meditation. With the wish to gain mastery over our minds and emotions, we now engage in meditation with the wish to bring peace, contentment, and genuine happiness to our lives. We now engage in meditation 
with the wish to awaken from mundane habitual existence. We now engage in meditation, and with a mature resolve to persevere in spite of any obstacles that might arise, we now engage in meditation. Next, let's look straight up at the ceiling and take our three breaths. And now let's move on to our seven-point checklist. One, posture. Sit in a comfortable yet alert posture, as if being drawn upwards by a string attached to the crown of your head. Two, hips. Rock your hips forward, accentuating the general inward curve of the lower back. Three, joy. Smile and appreciate the present moment and this opportunity we have to practice together. Four, acceptance. Sit as an open observer without striving, without judgment, without concern. Five, equanimity. Use your breath to calm your mind. Establishing effortless contentment. Six, awareness. Become present while establishing a clear, alert, and bright mental state. And number seven, engage. Focus on the breath, switch on and let go. When ready, silently say the word meditating to engage in meditation then repeat it as needed. As your mind becomes calmer, begin to soften the mantra until it becomes just a whisper.
as your mind becomes calmer still, you can choose to let go of the mantra completely and focus fully on the inflow and outflow of the breath. You can continue to practice your noting or labeling if you wish throughout the practice. Anytime you find yourself falling out of meditation or you find your meditation is not particularly productive, you can always reset your posture and attitude by reapplying our seven-point checklist. Posture, hips, joy, acceptance. Equanimity, awareness, and engage.
Now, while remaining in meditation, let's introduce our object of contemplation to begin our insight meditation. In this meditation, we'll be using the word or concept change. Begin by placing the word change in your mind, either by saying it silently or by visualizing the word in your mind. Next, simply sit with it. Often, after some time, the mind by its own volition will start to unravel the word, allowing for insight and understanding to arise. Other times, questions may arise or be introduced, like, why do things change? Or, what is my relationship to change? If the thoughts or questions that arise are interesting, you're free to explore and contemplate them. In this meditation, we simply sit, observe, and contemplate while waiting for insight, understanding, and wisdom to arise. If your mind wanders away from our object of contemplation, simply bring it back to our current topic, change.
And now slowly begin to open your eyes. Take a moment to observe how you feel. Is that recite our meditation dedication? As we arise from our meditation, feel joy from fulfilling our ongoing wish to develop ourselves. May we sustain throughout the day the meditative equanimity that we've cultivated. May our own peace, stability, and contentment extend to and nurture others. May our efforts encourage and support all those cultivating awakening. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a lovely, lovely meditation. So this short meditation doesn't give us a lot, a lot of time to dig in. But the reason we're doing two short meditations is we're more focused on methodology right now. I just want to make sure that everybody understands the instructions and we have some time to come out, talk about it, and we're going to start another one here in a few minutes. And then starting tomorrow and through the week, we'll do longer meditations. Did everybody understand what insight meditation is? Oftentimes it seems a bit mysterious. And what I tell people is, the reason most people don't get it is because they're thinking too much. It's actually so simple that we think there must be something more to it. It's simply, you know, getting into that calm abiding, stabilizing ourselves, and then it's just introducing a thought. Here we're doing a thought, but we can do sensations or feelings. It's just entering a thought and then while in that meditative state, we very gently and softly contemplate and think about what that is. What happens is when we reach that profound level of calmness, there's amazing wisdom to be had and quite amazing insights arise from that state of mind. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice, Carlos. Carlos says, uh, just before we ended, he got it to work and he said, okay, a question came. Um, when something changes, what is changing? What is it? Yeah, that's, well, that's lovely. That's very deep, Carlos. Very nice. And uh, we, uh, we have another comment. When, um, by Chantal, sorry. When contemplating concepts during meditation, there is more compassion. I think our better nature is always there. When we're calmer, we're always more compassionate, more good, more wise. All of those, those natural, our natural uh, state is, uh, is, are those qualities. Yeah. Does anyone uh, have any comments? Did you understand the instructions? Did I noticed that I started off. Yeah, I started off 
thinking about change, um, like things that I wanted to change. And then as, as I kept focusing on it, all these words like started popping in my head, like impermanence. And it just started coming, 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 coming. And I got really Su deep into it. Success. <laughs> that is, that sounds like a very successful insight meditation. Anyone else? Anybody like to share? Um, usually, you know, when we're doing insight meditation, the hope is that some insight comes, which means you have something possibly to share when we come out. Yeah, what is change? It's a funny thing, right? What is it that changes? Why does it change? Where does that change come from? What, what does anything exist that doesn't change? What is something that doesn't change? Fascinating, yeah. Oh, you inquisitive people. Easy with the questions. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe our next meditation will get everybody a bit more inquisitive. Okay. So let's dig into our next one. And we'll do another one that's kind of short. Just about 10 minutes. Uh, when engaging in insight meditation, if you lose your meditative stability, that feeling of meditation, that calm, peaceful state that we enter into calm abiding, simply return briefly to your calm abiding and the breath to stabilize your meditation. Once that meditative stability comes back, you can then return to your insight meditation. It's through the periodic alternating of these two meditative techniques that your insight meditation remains stable. So we kind of go back and forth while we're meditating. We're always interested in keeping that, that calmness, that meditative feeling throughout the whole practice. Insight meditation comes alive when you become fascinated or gain an epiphany about our topic of contemplation. And you'll see that for yourself when you're meditating and all of a sudden an idea comes up and it captures your imagination and you're fascinated by it. That's when you really see insight meditation at its best. But remember, don't let that fascination, that passion pull you out of your meditation. Keep breathing, keep focused on the breath. Okay. Um, so when uh, when that fascination happens um, and the mind becomes highly alert, energized and deeply focused, gaining a natural single point of concentration on your object of contemplation. This is a state of mind that is open, clear, inquisitive and creative a state of mind that produces profound insight, wisdom, and understanding into ourselves and our lives. Okay, um, on to our next meditation. Oh, I made a mistake here, one second. No wonder that's the way it is, okay. Um, in our next meditation, we're going to learn another insight meditation technique. This is one that His Holiness the Dalai Lama loves to share. In this technique, we'll visualize our object of contemplation in a clear bubble in front of us. 
This works to isolate the object from other irrelevant factors, creating a great objectivity, which allows you to explore the object from all angles. Um, in this meditation, we'll be using an emotion or mental state for our object of contemplation, the emotion happiness. With that said, let's mute our audio, take our seats and get comfortable. Now that we're becoming more experienced with our meditation techniques, we'll start to share less instructions. Close your eyes, relax, breathe naturally through the nose. Now let's look straight up at the ceiling and take our three breaths. Next, let's follow our seven point checklist. Posture, hips, joy, acceptance, equanimity, awareness, and engage. We'll do a few minutes of calm abiding before beginning our insight meditation.
now while remaining in meditation let's introduce our object of contemplation to begin our insight meditation in this meditation we'll be using the word the emotion or concept and happiness Begin by visualizing the emotion happiness before you in a clear bubble. Now, simply observe and examine it. Begin looking at it from every angle. Front, back, the sides, below and above. Let questions arise, or if you like, you can introduce them. Questions like, what is happiness? Or what is it to be truly happy? Is happiness really our ultimate aim? Is happiness a sustainable state of mind? If you find your thoughts or questions that arise are interesting, feel free to explore and contemplate them. And if your mind wanders, simply bring it back to our current object of contemplation. Happiness.
And now slowly begin to open your eyes. Take a moment to observe how you feel. Does anyone have any questions? Did you understand the method? Okay, lots of thumbs up. How was your second insight meditation? Do we get it? Are we confused? What are you guys thinking? Oh yeah, it's easy. We get it a hundred percent. That's what everybody says the first class, right? Mm -hmm. And then throughout the week, people go, now what exactly are we doing? <laughs> Jennifer. I think you have to be careful, like, not to go off on some different tangent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's easy in the beginning when you're thinking about what's happiness, what does it mean to me? And then you can start thinking about a happy moment and kind of forget what you're supposed to be focusing on. So you still have True. to kind of bring yourself back into, yeah. And that's where the meditative state comes in. And that's where mm -hmm. mindfulness comes in, which we learned last week. Having some control over that thinking process. Without first learning calm abiding, we wouldn't have any control. And the next, we'd start off thinking about happiness. The next minute, we're talking, we're thinking about Disneyland and buying cotton candy. And at least I am. <laughs> what do you think, Tony? Is this pretty cool? Is it weird? Is it? What do you think? Insight meditation. It's pretty cool, I think. Uh, I got up from happiness it came uh, joy and lots of words in other bubbles beautiful success mm -hmm. see this is what's great about talking about it because some people might be confused and then you start to talk about the experiences and they go oh yeah you know for me what i love to do with this one that plastic bubble, I like to hold it in my hands in the visualization, right? I don't hold my hands in the air in real life. I just visualize it. But I take that bubble and I hold it and I look at it and I turn it around like it's a big see-through beach ball. And inside is the word happiness. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying, what the heck is this stuff? Why is it happiness so important? And is that really what I want so much? Is this the, the prize that I'm, my whole life is moving towards? And I like that, that feeling of actually holding it. And it works really, really well for me. David. Yeah, I, I don't know if this was, if this was great. I, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, there was just something ineffably funny about the word happiness inside a bubble. That, bubble that's boy. It. That's, <laughs> I don't know if that was a, I don't know if that was, um, you know, I don't know if I held it, but I, I just couldn't stop laughing. That's nuts. Well, you do, uh, the holding is just a thing I do. You don't have to, but the, the point is, is that in all the meditations, you all have to figure out how they work for you. 
We're handing you a tool, but you have to figure out how you want to use that tool. Just like a hammer, you have to figure out how you're going to grip it. Some people might, might hold it closer to the head, some people further away, some people left hand, some people right hand. You got to figure out how the tool works. But the great thing about insight meditation, there's great spaciousness to it. There is no one way to practice insight. You have great freedom and there's great creativity to it. And that's exactly the reason why some people don't like it. <laughs> some people like calm body. Tarpa, no. Tell me step by step exactly what to do that's comfortable for me. Don't give me all this space. It's like I'm giving them an airplane in a big blue sky and say, have fun. And they say, no, I need roads. I need, <laughs> and that's okay. But don't be afraid of it. It's spacious. There's no wrong way to practice insight meditation. It can only be unproductive. It can never be wrong. So you could go into it and your mind just doesn't really think of anything else. I've had those experiences where my mind just wasn't very inquisitive and I had problems kind of leaping out. And when that happens, I purposefully introduce a question. So say I'm on happiness and just, I'm, I'm just watching it, trying to let it unfold. Like, uh, like uh, uh, who was it, Steve or someone saying that up? Uh, those little bubbles of different words. If, if that's not happening, you know, there's no inquisitiveness. And then I'll say, okay, let's introduce a question. And, um, you know, what is, do I really want happiness? Is that really the goal of my life? And usually by inserting a question, you kind of jumpstart that inquisitive mind. But that's what Insight is about. It's about harnessing that, that inquisitive, uh, really interesting mind. So it's a creative uh, space and it's quite lovely. And for all of you who were complaining in Calm Abiding about your brains not shutting off, <laughs> that no matter what, I couldn't stop thinking, hallelujah, this meditation is for you. You don't have to stop thinking anymore. We can unleash that thinking. And it's true for people with very inquisitive minds and very busy minds, inside meditation is wonderful. I'm one of those people because you're not sitting there trying to control, control, control. You're unleashing the power of your mind. You're just trying to make sure that it's done in a mindful way, right? That it's that mindful style of thinking that we're working with. So really exciting, isn't it? It's a really exciting form of meditation. It's kind of like in piano. I was a piano teacher before I was a monk. It's like teaching people scales. That's calm abiding. Learning where to put your piggies on which notes, da 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 da. You know, getting control, doing in the right speed, the right tempo, ba da 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 da. But then you get into jazz improvisation, and all of it goes out the window. And all of a sudden, your teacher tells you, "Oh, in jazz, you can play any notes you want. There are no wrong notes." And at first, it seems a little crazy, but then you know that's the creativity, that's the freedom, that's the magic, and so. Uh, in meditation, the Buddha practiced calm abiding. In fact, uh, it's thought that the Buddha learned calm abiding from pre-Buddhist teachers, um, that of, of Brahmins, maybe Jains, 
that these other medit these Komabhadi meditations and the j the jhana meditations were in existence before that. But the Buddha found he mastered them and he found they're great. They don't leave to full. They don't lead to full enlightenment. They don't lead to the to the eradication of suffering. So the Buddha went on his own, and he he remembers an experience he had when he was a boy. He was out with the family on a picnic in the countryside, and he takes he he wanders away from the group. He takes shade uh, underneath a rose apple tree to beat the sun. And he sits there and he's watching a farmer plow some fields. And all of a sudden, as a boy, he naturally falls into a state of meditation, the state of equanimity or stillness. It comes automatically. This happens a bit to different people. Well, it happens to the Buddha. The Buddha has this great experience, but he kind of forgets about it, doesn't really pay much attention to it. Now, later in his life, when these other Calm abiding and these other practices weren't working. He sets that aside and he says to himself, now what am I going to do? What path am I going to take? He's, he's uh, uh, beaten all his teachers. He's grown higher than all his teachers. And he decides, he remembers all of a sudden that experience. And he takes that as his compass and his direction for practice. And through that, he naturally develops this insight meditation in which he contemplates the the suffering of human beings and the and existence itself and through that they say he comes up with the four noble truths he realizes uh the the true nature of our existence and through that experience he becomes the buddha so calm abiding Everyone practiced it. it was, it's a great practice, but it was insight meditation that the Buddha invented that led to full enlightenment. So you can imagine here in Buddhism, that's our main practice, right? <clears throat> How is that? Extraordinary story, yeah? Have I got everybody excited? Yeah, me too. Okay. Any other questions? <clears throat> Good. We're doing good on time. Let's. Uh, so we get some closing thoughts. So if there's um, if there's no more question, we'll move to our closing thoughts. In today's class, we learned that insight meditation is simply contemplation within meditation, a practice that utilizes observation, contemplation, and analysis to actively examine concepts, ideas, and experiences in the pursuit of wisdom. So this week we are going to shift from our daily practice uh, to insight meditation. Let's continue to keep up our twice a day schedule. Remember that insight meditation always begins with calm abiding. Uh, we have a new practice video for you to use throughout the week. It's a guided 20 minute insight meditation and it's available on what's up in our Facebook groups. Um, this week we'll be you also posting a new topic of insight meditation each morning that you can use for your daily meditation. So on the uh, on the practice video, it, it uses the word change like we did today. And so you can feel free to just surplant the topic of the day in your meditation 
through while using that if you'd like to. So I want everybody to have fun, play around with our uh, both of our new insight meditation techniques and find out how they best work for you. Um, in next week's class, we're going to be learning a new form of insight meditation that focuses on body awareness, a method referred to as body scanning or Vipassana. Vipassana is actually the Pali word for insight. Uh, if you haven't done so, please review insight meditation in our free text, Meditation of Mindfulness Basics, from our website, sptonline.core.org. Lastly, always remember that our instructors are just a click away to help and support you. If you have any questions about your practice, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Let's end today's class with our altruistic affirmation. May all be healthy, may all be prosperous, may all be well. May all be present, free of past regret and future worry. May all abide in constant appreciation, which is a source of great joy and contentment. May all realize their true nature and the true nature of reality, which is awakening. Thanks everybody for coming. Don't forget to support our instructors in training by attending some of their makeup classes throughout the week. See you tomorrow. Thank you. And don't forget, we're, we're having a retreat right now. So after this, if I'm not mistaken, our next event is our purification ceremony at 1900 UTC, which is just about an hour from now. If you haven't been participating in our retreat, you can join now and you can spend the rest of the night with us. We're having lots of fun, some great meditation. Okay, bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya.